you would see any ad just that was working at the time. So if you were a guy, you were seeing shoes, makeup, things that weren't really conducive to the Facebook experience. And over the last 10 years, we've gotten it down to where it's a part of your experience, where you're actually seeing things that might benefit your life, that might make things better. This is The Fighting Entrepreneur, the podcast dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to change the world. Learn how to start, build, and scale a business in today's highly competitive business environment. Here's your host, The Fighting Entrepreneur, Anik Singhal. What's up, you crazy fighting entrepreneurs? Guess who it is? Your favorite person in the whole wide world. And today, I'm here to break and bust pads some myths. That's right. I'm getting 250% return on my Facebook ads, and I'm not doing it on a tiny spend. Listen, that's the biggest warning I got to tell you. People out there will be like, hey, I'm getting a gajillion, bajillion return, and I'm making a ton of money. Um, and they spend like 200 bucks a day. Anyone can do that. No, we're spending about 400,000 plus dollars a month. All right, that's 10 to 15 grand a day and still able to achieve 250% in returns. How, right? Facebook ad costs are going up, yes. Facebook lost a lot of its targeting options, yes. How are we still doing it? Well, that's exactly what this episode's gonna be about, but not this, this, not just this episode. We actually put together a whole training and wait till I tell you who it's with and what we're doing, cause it's epic, all right? It's with someone right within our family and I'm bringing the person in front of you to teach you how to do this stuff. But if you wanna get a sneak peek, and if you wanna get a copy of this little guide right here, I'm gonna give away 10 of my best Facebook ads, but only if you come live to our workshop that we've put together for this, okay? And it's, again, very different. This is being done very differently. Now, if you wanna go ahead and sign up for this workshop, you can go to www.learnlurn.com forward slash FB ads, FB like Facebook, FB ads, plural, ADS. Now, if you're on YouTube right now, the link is in the description. Go ahead and also, by the way, hit subscribe and thumbs up and leave a comment and all that fun stuff if you're on YouTube. If you're listening to us on any other podcast platform, make sure you click subscribe and leave us a great review, okay? Yes? All right, so with that said, onicpodcast.com for all my other podcast episodes and of course, lurn.com to join the entrepreneurial revolution. Make sure you sign up for free at learn.com. So what's going on? Why are we talking about this? Um, you're gonna see that we're gonna be bringing out some really cool courses at Learn over the course of months to come, where we're gonna start talking about specific skill sets you as an entrepreneur need. Um, in the past, I've taught copywriting conversion quite a bit, and I'm gonna bring that back this year, but we're also gonna talk a lot about Facebook ads, all right, and YouTube ads, and maybe eventually TikTok ads. I've even got some, a course coming out soon that I'm gonna be doing with one of the best experts in the world on organic TikTok, how to get, right? We just recently did a course on organic YouTube. So lots going on. The reason I wanna start with Facebook is because I hear a lot of nonsense out there and I wanted to make sure Learn and myself and my team got a chance to step up and correct it. A lot of people are giving up and running away from Facebook ads. Now I understand the frustration, I do. Um, they've definitely gotten tougher than they were three, four, five years ago. They have definitely gotten more expensive. But even if you're just starting your business, even if you're just an affiliate or you're selling information or you're selling e-commerce products, it doesn't matter. 
some of what you're hearing isn't true. You absolutely can profit from Facebook ads from day one. You absolutely can still rock it out. And in some ways, may I argue, it might actually be better today than it was a few years ago. Now that sounds counterintuitive and we're gonna talk about that today. All right, so what I've done is I've, I've gotten a bunch of training lined up um, for you. So if you go to learn.com forward slash FB ads and give me your email address and sign up for the upcoming workshop, we're also gonna release some other video training, some things that you might really love, but that'll happen before the workshop, all right? So today is really about us dissecting and getting into how we do it at Learn. And if you see me looking at my phone, I'm not texting or being rude, I've got notes. I actually really have notes, and, and here's why. Today, I'm gonna to be bringing on, in a few minutes, our very own Director of Acquisition and Monetization. That's right. The person I trust to spend literally millions of my money. Now I have on Facebook ads alone, this does not include YouTube or any of the other platforms. I have invested easily $10 million on Facebook over the last two, three, four years, okay? Easily, maybe more. But the individual who we're gonna be interviewing today has invested over 30 million. And I'm telling you, I have given him millions of dollars of budget and I leave him alone. That's how much trust I have with him. And he's here today. He's gonna to be on this podcast. He's gonna to reveal to you the best things. And actually the training that we're gonna be doing, the workshop, it's his stuff. He created it. Now I might be the one presenting it, but it's his, it's his content. So today he's actually here. He's on this podcast. We'll get into it in just a few minutes. I'm gonna actually have him dive deep into three key areas that he says everyone should know about when launching Facebook ads today. So I don't care what you're doing, even if you have no product and all you wanna do is build an email list, maybe you're an affiliate marketer, maybe you sell digital products, maybe you sell physical products. Driving traffic to a website is a core skill needed by every entrepreneur. And Facebook ads, they're awesome. They still are. It's where we spend most of our advertising money. So you can listen to all the haters out there talk nonsense, or you can quietly create all the profit behind the scenes. All right. So today, what we're going to talk about, number one, we're going to, so the, there's three key areas he wanted to focus on. Number one, ads. What ads are working? What kinds of ads? What's changed in the ads in the last few years? There's been major changes. And you'll see, he's not going to sugarcoat anything. All right. We're not here to just deliver great news. We'll give you the bad and the good. But the great thing is, we'll show you, we'll show you how to solve the bad. So it's not really bad anymore. All right. So ads is number one. Number two, we're going to talk about the, the real power behind Facebook, how to make the automation, the automated engine, the artificial intelligence of Facebook, how to make that work for you. So we're gonna talk about the pixel and why that's more important today than it ever was in the past. And number three, we're gonna talk about your audiences. We're gonna talk about how to start ads. I This is probably, if not definitely, the number one area I see people make mistakes when they're getting started with their Facebook ads. It's actually in the audiences. That's why we're gonna end with that. Now, again, you want the full masterclass on this? You really wanna see what he's doing? Go to www.lurn.com forward slash FB ads. FB as in Facebook, ads, A-D-S, FB ads, all right? And sign up for the workshop. It's epic. It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna to reveal to you exactly what we do here and what we teach our students to do to make millions from Facebook ads. Now, again, I'll remind you, for every $1 I put into Facebook ads, I'm making back $2.50 at the tune of $400,000 being invested every month. So I think we know a little bit about what we're doing. We're scaling it big. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome physically at the set and in the room, 
our own Learn's own Director of Acquisition and Monetization, Thomas Kammerer. Thomas, man, thanks for being here. Hey, happy to be here. All right. Well, I mean, you're here all the time, but thanks for being yeah. on set and being on camera. Um, man, it's crazy. I was just sitting down. We're, I think we're coming on two years yeah. having worked together this yeah. year. About a year and a half so far. Yeah. All right. Well, um, man, it's been an epic two years. And I actually feel like it's been, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's been two years full of the most changes I've ever seen on the ad platform, given any other two year period. Like it's been pretty crazy the last couple of years. Yeah, and that Apple update last year was pretty brutal. It's probably one of the biggest <laughs> shifts I've seen. All right, we're gonna talk about that. So I think that's where this whole Facebook ads are dead narrative started, right? Mm -hmm. So for those who may not know, um, and again, I speak to everyone who's listening, I don't care if you are a complete beginner or if you're experienced, you're gonna get a lot of value out of this. And if you're a complete beginner, man, you are in for a treat because you need to learn how to do this stuff. So some people may not know, before we get into the three key things, right, that um, are really important for ads, what the heck did Apple do? What, what exactly was it? And people talked a lot of, at the time about the impact it would have, but now we can speak to the actual impact it had. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, to start, I'd, I'd like to back up a bit because I think a lot of marketers today forget what the market was 10 years ago mm -hmm. when there was no pixel and almost no targeting options that we have today. Um, you would see any ad just that was working at the time. So if you were a guy, you were seeing shoes, makeup, things that weren't really conducive to the Facebook experience. And over the last 10 years, we've gotten it down to where it's a part of your experience, where you're actually seeing things that might benefit your life, that might make things better. Well, Apple thought it just went too far. And they got to a point where they were like, okay, we gotta dial this back. You're taking advantage of our users' data uh, to the point where they're not even, they don't even know what you're doing with it. So we wanna put a, put a halt in that. Um, so what they did is after every first event or first touch that happens with the Facebook app, um, uh, an Apple user can opt out of tracking, right? It's that opt-out message. We all saw it last year. It started hitting you know, our Apple devices pretty, pretty rapidly. And what that's done is now Facebook you know, has to remove that user, that device ID from their audiences because they're just not readily targetable anymore. Um, and that, that's just been steadily, steadily shrinking uh, since last May. Okay, so that sounds like a death blow. Um, I have a fun question to ask you. What did you say? Did you allow them to target you or track you or did you say no, turn off the tracking? I said allow. You said allow? Yeah, I mean, I like some of the ads that I see and I'd rather not be foreshown like, you know, like I said, shoes of makeup or, or yeah. like shoes. So I said no, just cause I don't know. I, it, it just, I, I, was, I, was, I was playing with the system, but I still see ads that are super relevant, man. I mean, I'll tell you, like, so I go to a page that is about investing in commercial real estate or something. Lately, I find myself clicking around in that world a lot. And I, I went to company XYZ's page. But immediately, within 15 minutes, I start seeing commercial real estate investing training for company ABC, not XYZ. So how's that happening? And is company XYZ that, are you saying that they then, the original company who I clicked, they can't retarget me anymore? They have an opportunity, but it's a very small window. Okay. It's like seven to 10 days. Okay. So even that's how company ABC is able to get in front of me. It's just, you, they can't target me past. So so it wasn't that we're not targetable at anymore, but that 
it's a short window mm -hmm. and, it, and it goes away very quickly. Yep. And so what has you you've talked about this before and again i promise everyone we're going to get into the three key things but this is so important to lay the foundation especially for what we do today with facebook because it's i hear you talk about this every day the thing you say a lot which has changed our ad strategies you'll say um audiences have shrunk mm -hmm. can you explain that i mean it kind of did already but draw some you know context there yeah so uh a strategy that we use heavily and I recommend everyone use is we bucket all of our audiences into hot, warm, and cold. And you've, you've talked about this a lot in the past. Yeah. Um, you know, the hot audiences are like our hard conversions, like all, all email registrations, every lead, every purchaser. And our warm audiences are everyone who's kind of engaged with our content. Everyone who's maybe visited our website. Uh, liked a post, uh, commented with you, or talked with us like through social media, um, those audiences have shrunk rapidly. So the amount of Apple users that can be uh, stored in those audiences, like I said, have the, the window's smaller. Um, and it's primarily favoring Android users, right? So like a lot of traffic buyers these days will see a lot of Android device types being you know, served with the ads. Um, so yeah, as those have shrank, our spend has the amount we've been able to spend on those audiences has has shrank with it, mm -hmm. and we'd have we've had to get in, got more creative. We've had to uh, test different you know ad types and new things, and we've we've eventually been able to stabilize and still do pretty well. But it did require a lot of shakeup. Okay, so this is some, I'm going to step back and explain this for everyone who maybe doesn't understand the ad world as much, but I'm telling you right now, you're getting like a PhD in targeting. So I always used to do this thing, which thankfully Thomas agrees with is I would draw uh, this diet. It looked like a bullseye, right? So you have like a small circle and a bigger circle and then a bigger circle and then a bigger circle. And I always said like the center of it was the hot audience. Like you said, these are people that have opted into stuff for us. These are people that, you know, have, have engaged with them, maybe bought things from us. They're on our email list. Like they know us. If they see my face, they, they, that means something to them. They say, that's Onyx, or hey, I know the Learn logo, I know the Learn company. Then you go to like Warm, right? Warm is like commented, liked, maybe not necessarily clicked, but they know about us, mm -hmm. but they're not like really in love with us yet. And then it was like lukewarm. So you go one level beyond and it's like, well, for someone like me, maybe Russell Brunson followers are lukewarm because they're like in the industry, they've probably heard of me a little bit, but like they don't really know me that well. And so, we made an entire business in the millions of like monetizing hot and warm. That's been like our specialty. And that was the core area that Facebook and Apple, well, Apple came in and just ripped. And the biggest reason is this. In the past, our warm and cold audience, I mean, our warm and hot audiences remained big because they were, even if they had taken action like two months ago, they were still in the audience. You're saying today they just automatically got smaller because, well, they only took action like in the last seven days or whatever the period is. Mm -hmm. So that made us change our strategy a lot. And that's a big part of what today's about, everybody. But here's the biggest thing. We spend 10, 15,000 a day. We don't expect everybody who's watching this to spend even close to that, at least when you're starting. So you said something to me earlier because I came to you and I said, well, is it even possible for someone just starting to even profit from Facebook ads 
given the costs have gone up, audiences are smaller. So someone just getting started, maybe they're promoting an affiliate offer, building an email list or whatever. Is it possible? Can you tell the audience what you told me when I asked you? Yeah, absolutely. So it's still the best platform for targeting. They still have the best pixel in the industry. Um, it's the easiest platform to use. And when you're spending you know, $100, $200 a day, the audiences are still there and they can absolutely support that for a long period of time. It's the bigger spenders that like are spending 15,000 a day plus where they have to do do chase things up to keep up. Now imagine if you are spending less but you use the strategies of the big spenders, now you're just you're going to own the game. But I want everyone to understand that the number he specifically gave me was like if you're spending 1000 or less, you can still Facebook can still mean the same to you as it meant to everyone 2 3 years ago. It's for the big spenders and scalers that the game has changed a lot. And if you go out and you look at Reddit and look at all these places, you get scared. But you got to remember the people talking are the ones who spend tens of thousands. So some of that advice may not be relevant to you. So that's what we wanted to make this training. So again, I want to get a chance to plug this. We're going to cover this. I, I, I am going to be presenting a training that Thomas has created that I just love at lurn.com forward slash fbads, lurn.com forward slash fbads. Go get yourself a seat right now. Okay, the three things, I, I challenged you, right? And I said before we started, I said, what are three things you would tell people that are just getting started? You said, number one, diversify your ad catalog and work on frequency of ads. So we'll talk about that. Number two was the pixel. Number three was like competitor hacking for audiences. Let's start at the top. Diverse ad catalog. This you jumped right to this. I mean, I wasn't even done with my question, and you were like, "That's important. Talk to us about that. Why and what does that mean?" Even yeah. So that was probably one of the biggest changes that I've noticed in the last three months. Even um, is that because the audiences have shrank, uh, Facebook is trying to push your ads out wider. Um, the the frequencies are going up. So you know, maybe three or four months ago, where we were making ads. Uh, to scale three to four weeks and we could run on the same ads, that same amount of time has gone down to like seven or 10 days, right? So we have to, we increased our rate of ad creation. So it's more copy, more image variation, more video variation, um, and just constantly feeding ad sets that are doing well uh, because the, the people are smaller. So as you keep or refreshing the ad sets with new ads, those people are still in the top of their bucket to see that that offer. All right, so I wanna break this down because it actually finally made sense even to me now that I hear you. So audience used to be this big. You could take one ad, pop it into that audience and it would and do big spend, but it would take a while to get around. Yeah. Now audience gets this big or even this big, the same ad has been around the block on a lot less spend. Yeah. So again, if you're spending less money, maybe this doesn't matter as much because if you're spending less per day, your ad will still take, last you a while. It's only when you begin to scale. This is exactly why we, we saw this at the watch company, okay? Where we're like super profitable at $300 a day in ad spend. So of course me, and we dialed that up to a thousand a day and we burn money like no one's business. And the same thing that team said, the agency we work with, they said, if the audience cannot support this, and I was like, really? Like audience can't support more than $300 a day in ads, but fine, all right, well, we'll just keep launching more watches, targeting new audiences. I mean, if that's what it is, that's what it is. So I want everyone to understand, your audience gets smaller, 
because of the change that happened with Apple. So if you want to scale your ads, if you want to scale your spend, you either got to increase to the audience or increase the number of ads that are being served to that audience. Did I summarize that correctly? Yeah, it's perfect. Okay. So now story, image, and video, you said specifically also that you need all three. What are these ads and talk a little bit about these three types of ads. Yeah. So, uh, video is still the best ad type, especially for creating audiences. You know, you can target like watch 25, 50, 75% of the video, warm them up using video. It's, it's very expensive. I mean, a lot of brands are moved to video now. Um, and it's also harder to produce that content. So because creatives have to be refreshed faster, image ads are very important and story ads, which can be selfie video shot in your phone, very easy, easy to produce. They can be lower quality because you're competing with a user's friends that are making stories, right? So none of them are video experts. So using stories and image ads, you can, again, produce more rapid creatives and still compete. Um, and the CPMs will be cheaper on those too. So um, it's still a game of like trying to keep your CPMs relatively similar to what they were a year ago, your cost per click, a lot of those metrics you still want to fight for. And that's just by broadening up some of your campaign types and your ad types. Okay. So CPMs, if you're watching, means cost per thousand views. It's a very, very important metric that we use when we're looking at ads to see how the platform is liking or not liking our ad. Um, again, we'll talk more about things like this and other things. Go to www.lurn.com forward slash FB ads. Get yourself into this amazing workshop we have coming up. All right. So story ads, image ads, video ads, but you said video still is king. Video ads do the best, um, but they're, they require more work, more energy, more effort. Um, and then you said image and story. I, I'm curious because I didn't actually know much about the story ad stuff that we do until we were prepping for this interview. If you could have one of the two, story or image, which would you take? Probably image. Image. Okay. And what about other, do you, do you, are you guys seeing a lot of great success on like Instagram or WhatsApp? Because Meta, Facebook has got all these other properties. Which other ones are you also enjoying and liking? Oh yeah. I mean, Instagram, I mean, you, you really want to be using those placements. It's just attached to all of our campaigns. Okay. Um, and story is where, story ads are where Instagram really thrives. I mean, a lot of people, that's their most like common placement. Um, image ads still work well there. Um, sometimes video ads, but uh, story is the name of the game for that. Got it. All right. Okay. So we're going to talk more about ads and ad catalogs and types of ads. Um, you want to see my 10 favorite best ads? There you go. We're going to, I reveal them to you and they're not ones I created. They're ones that Thomas and his team created. I might be in the video, but you get a chance to actually see the examples. Um, what you need to do is go to www.learnlurn.com forward slash FB ads, and then show up to the workshop. And I'm only going to give this to those who show up live. So if you're not there live, and if we do a replay or a recording, I'm removing this bonus from the recording. So you have to be there present live and stay till the very end. If you want this book for, or this, this report, I would say with my 10 best ads for free. All right, let's move on to the next thing because this world has completely changed as well the importance of the pixel. Talk about the pixel, what is it? And then I have a very specific question for you about it. Yeah, so um, the pixel is basically all Facebook's storings of your performance and they compare it against all their data, right? So um, 
you can train a pixel uh, based off of your price points that you might offer in your, in your company. Uh, you know, we, I've had pixels for low ticket, like $10 offers that are trained specifically for that. And I've had pixels trained up for mid ticket, like $100 to $300 offers. Mm. Um, you can also uh, warm up that pixel with, you know, different audiences. But I mean, generally now the pixel's so good, having one pixel is still like great and you can share it across accounts. Um, so, I mean, we, we mainly use one pixel now and getting it trained up we're still training it up. Whenever we launch a new course, whenever we have a new product launch, our strategy is very much, how do I train this pixel as fast as I can to move on to the next step? So a pixel, everyone, is this little invisible thing that sits on your pages that reports data back to Facebook or to YouTube. I mean, all these companies use it. And so let's say you got a click, someone comes to your page and they opt it in, they give you their email address. Well, on the other page, it sends data back to Facebook and says, hey, this user opted into this and liked this promotion. Then Facebook starts to gather that information and starts to go, oh, we understand. Okay, it seems to me 38-year-olds who are into internet marketing, who live in the United States, who are married and who like Apple, are the persona of the type of person that this, that, so they start to tailor your ads more towards people who have a track record of liking you. And I think the pixel has just become so much more important today because of the competition. Like it was important for three, four, five years ago, but it wasn't like the make all be all right? right. So one, one question I really wanted to ask you was when we used to do webinars, you know, four or five years ago, I I'd never once, when I used to run the ads myself, never once targeted based on a, like a purchase pixel. I would just target based on webinar registrations. So I just figured, hey, if they registered, they're good enough. And I'd get the pixel to optimize for registrations. But today, you guys do not succeed with that. Like that is a problem. That doesn't work. Can you talk more to that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just proof that the pixel has evolved and it's gotten so much better. Uh, you know, you can point that tell that Facebook pixel what you want and it will do a, the best job in the industry. Really like in of all ads platforms, it's the best. Um, and what essentially happened is, you know, the registration goal, it, while it's still common, like a rapid goal, like we can still get five, $10 registrations, right? Um, it's, it's still not seeing the whole picture. It's still not pointing the direction of I need buyers, mm -hmm. right? But that Facebook pixel, it's tracking a lot. I mean, it's like, every time that user goes to your website, how long they're watching your videos, um, and also what are they buying elsewhere. You know, so they're marrying your data against just their general bucket of data. They know when a user buys something from you or someone else, mm -hmm. right? So they know who the buyers are. So after we kind of train the pixel on our perfect registration, we let that run for two to three weeks, we flip over to purchase event campaigns, and that's where the profitability kicks in. Those reg campaigns, I mean, you know, we we might be barely break even, maybe like half, like 0.5 ROAS mm -hmm. for those two weeks. And then when we flip over, that's when everything becomes green. So amazing. So if someone's running an e-commerce store and they're running ads, do not optimize for clicks. Maybe in the beginning, but just to get the, the purchase cycles going. But you know, if you're if you're running a, a digital business and you're getting like a opt-in at the beginning right? Yes, you have to start ads because you don't have any purchases. So you don't have anything to optimize on. 
but move away from that as soon as you can, um, which also lends itself to the argument that it can take some time. Like, that's why I think people say, hey, you're going to lose some money when you start. Because versus like four or five years ago today, you got to kind of invest in training the pixel. And it doesn't have to be thousands or tens of thousands. It could be a few hundred bucks and you make it back right like he said, when you flip it, you go green. But so you've got a pixel here that's being trained by only those who are just registering or giving you their email or clicking a link. And then you've got a pixel here being trained by those who are actually buying. And that's the, that's the gold one. So did I summarize that correctly? It's like why sometimes it can take people to, people panic too much, I think. They start Facebook ads, they lose money the first three days, they bounce out. But it's too soon. You've got to invest that time. How, how, much, how many pixel fires do we look for? before we feel like it's trained? Uh, so like I said, it's you know one pixel, it's capturing a lot of events. Um, I would say you know for like registrations, we're looking for, I don't know, 3,000, maybe 4,000 registrations okay. on that pixel, then we flip the purchase. But that's what we're doing, and we're doing a lot of huge spend. So let's talk about someone who's watching who's not doing ridiculous spends. I mean, what is, you know, how many? So I would, I would back up even further, I would say, instead of just trying to optimize your registration, start with optimizing video views. Okay. Right, so running video view campaigns, that's kind of warming up your pixel to a, a, a person that's a little bit higher level, not aware of who you are, mm -hmm. and you're raising that awareness. Mm -hmm. Once you get that firing well and pointing it in that direction, then you switch maybe to registration campaigns. So do you cover some of this in the, in the course that you're creating for Learn? Yes, a lot. Yeah, by the way, um, he actually created a full course on how to do all of this that's going to be inside of Learn um, that we're going to release at a stupidly low price. Um, and that was where I just said, no, this is what I want to do for Learn Nation. It will not be like that for a long time. So the only way you can find out about that is got to register for the workshop, um, lurn.com forward slash FBADS. At the end of the workshop, we'll give you the opportunity. I promise you, it's it's the lowest cost for what you're getting. It's it's insane, but it's also only going to be that for like a week for learn students and then we're it's going to skyrocket in price. So, um that's awesome. All right. I I will say the pixel game has changed. That's one of the core things I have seen change. Yes, it means you have to spend a little bit more and it takes a little longer to train that pixel. Here's the good news though. Man, once that pixel's trained, whew, I mean, the pixel got stronger too. So, Give a little bit more in the beginning, get a lot more in the end. That's that's the game there. All right. Last but not least of this particular interview is um, you said you talked a lot about narrower audiences, competitor hacking. So this seems to be like you talking about targeting, and it's an area I see huge mistakes when I see someone new just starting. I used to see this four years ago. I can only imagine what they're doing today. So talk about someone who's just starting. How should they be picking the audiences that they target? Yeah, so I mean, doing really good competitor analysis and research, like before you go to market, is I mean, you want to put your best foot forward all the time, right? And you know, it, it is a very like core generic marketing skill. But with Facebook, you know, there are specific ways you can you can really do that, and that's you know, really using the Facebook ads library. Um, after you've gotten a list of maybe a few other businesses like yourself, you can go look at what they're doing. How are they hacking Facebook? What ads are they running? You can go look up learn, we can look up us, like what we're doing. Um, you know, you'll get the better ads in this book, but uh, recently you'll see some stuff that we've been doing on Facebook and just reverse engineering that and then applying it to your own business. Um, not only that, but you can target those competitors sometimes in a lot of cases. With, interest targeting has been pulled back. 
they've definitely, you know, I think last November they had an article where they said they're removing a lot of interest targets, but there's still a lot there. It's still the best in the game. I think anyone who says that, you know, it's it's gotten to the point where it's unusable is just not telling the truth. It's still really good. Um, and if you have an interest that's still niche enough or in your in your market, you layer that on top of like what I just said with optimizing for video views in this niche interest, uh, your, your pixel's gonna get warmed up a lot faster and you're putting your best foot forward. Yeah, so go back to everyone that bullseye, right? So you go to the bullseye and you talk about the hot audience those are the people that are most likely to take action. Those are the people you want the pixel to recognize first. And then you kind of go to the warm and then the lukewarm. So I used to do this strategy to train a pixel four years ago, even when I was first running ads myself, because I, I wanted to control that almost. I wanted the pixel. I wanted to control the first hundred or 200 conversions. Now, if you don't have, a lot of you may not have hot audiences because you don't have an existing business or whatever, but you do have warm. So you, you still have competitors who you can target. And so I think it's really, really important. Um, I, I get that. And so start as tight and narrow as possible, spend a little, go out wider slowly and let the pixel do the trick. Man, powerful stuff. Um, I know for a fact that we have gone over things that are people, people are like, what the heck are they talking about? I just wanna bring it back. Okay, so listen to me when I say this. You have to learn how to do this. It's not that hard, especially when you listen to the workshop that Thomas has put together. And hey, if you're committed, you will take us on the massive discount and join our join the course that Thomas has put together. Every word in there, I mean, that's Thomas. He's teaching it and he put the whole thing together and this is exactly how he runs or has run $30 million worth of business. So learn.com forward slash FB ads, be in the workshop. That's where we'll talk about the course. Anything you want to say about the course? I know you worked on it. I mean, it's been a freaking long time now, man. You've been working yeah. on this thing forever. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of content. It, it starts from, you know, very entry level all the way to advanced. I mean, I talk about all the reports that I use. I give away some reports that we use um, just to help with the tracking and optimization. But um, it's, it's great. I mean, I've, I really wanted it to be all of my experience, you know, put into this course. That's awesome. All right. And again, I'll repeat, be on the workshop. But the price for which we launched this course at the workshop will never be seen again. It'll be available for one week at that price. That is a entry, awesome, special for learn students only. And then it will be gone forever, will not be honored again. Um, so go to learn.com forward slash FB ads. You can get my 10 favorite ads or my 10 best ads as well. And I thought of some other stuff. I'm going to sneak attack you at some point this week okay all right i'm gonna sneak attack them in the office with my phone i'm throwing it out there right now i wrote down some stuff that we didn't cover today and so i'm gonna ask him about it so it'll be fun so if you want to see me sneak attack thomas you got to go learn.com forward slash fb ads um we'll do it right here at the learn center when he's working i'll go find him when he's not expecting it um and we'll keep the training going all right, Thomas, thanks so much, man, for being yeah. on the podcast. Thanks, that was man. awesome. So many more things for you guys to learn. Um, Epic, by far the best person on the planet to teach you this. And I don't have to prove that to you because I already pay him a ton of money to do it. So um, he's awesome at it. All right. Having said that, I'll see you on the workshop or on the next podcast, onicpodcast.com. Make sure you click subscribe, leave a comment, hit the, hit the thumbs up icon and go to learn.com forward slash FB ads. We'll see you on the workshop. This is Onik reminding you when life pushes you, stand straight, smile, push it the heck back. See you on the next one.
Thanks for listening to The Fighting Entrepreneur with your host, Onyx Singal.